Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Now I grew up down an old dirt road in a town you wouldn't know Pops picked the place up for 1500 bucks back in 1964. My grandfather was a drinker back in the day, he put him down. But a war is known to change a man, and the whiskey's known to change a man. That's not me. I rarely drink from the bottle, but I'll smoke a little weed. I still live in the sticks where you wouldn't go. In a town of 1200 off an old dirt road. And a country boy is all I'll ever be. Now it's been 12 years since I sold my soul to the devil. Said, sign your name here on the dotted line And your songs they all will play Set up shop on sunset He put me up at the marquee He said, you want to sell a million records, boy You better listen to me He said, change your style, whiten your smile you could lose a couple of pounds If you want to live this life You better lose that wife Do you need your friend around? I said No, that's not me Cause the biggest things in life Are your friends and family And I like my jeans and my old Extra pounds never really hurt Cause a country boy is all I'll ever be Colors that fly high and proud The red, the white, the blue The other one's got a rattlesnake With a simple statement made Don't tread on me Is what it says And I'll take that to my grave Because This is me to be American and strong and 
say it again Cause my family's always falling down to save this land And a country boy is all I'll ever be I love my country I love my guns I love my family I love the way it is now, and anybody that tries to change it has to come through me. That should be all of our attitudes. It's this is America, and the country boy's good enough for me, son. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m., more specifically, <laughs> Monday through Thursday, except for tonight, we're getting started an hour late. I apologize. I had a uh, a meeting uh, for decentralized media, guys. Remember that? Uh, yeah, it's still moving forward. Everything is going great and just had a very, very big meeting. Hopefully, we'll be able to announce the fruits of that meeting here in the near future. And um, this is definitely one of those ones you're going to be like, really? Wow. And it's definitely a wow. So, Great meeting. I, I apologize. It went over. And uh, uh, so we had to start the show late tonight. But don't worry. I'm glad we started the show late because obviously Donald Trump is projected projected to be the winner of New Hampshire. He has won New Hampshire. The Don has done it again. And absolutely beautiful, isn't it? And, and listen, no president, uh, presidential candidate has won Iowa and New Hampshire in a sweeping victory since 1976. So this is going to be a historic year for an election, if it even happens. And we'll talk a little bit about if that even happens and some things that are transpiring, some things I want to look at. Um, it, you know, I know yesterday we had a guest and uh, we didn't do much news. But listen, yesterday I think was a great conversation. Um, I, I really loved having Chad on um, and having a conversation. I had him a long time ago, me and James Grunvig on DEFCON 5, a show I used to do on American Media Periscope, which, by the way, is no longer. They're, they're gone. Uh, they, they're going out of business and firing everybody. Oh, well, like I told them, they didn't want to listen to any of us, James or myself. But, you know, Chad, uh, he's an author. He, he's a person who's been around the world. He's a successful person in life. And we talked a lot about creativity. We talked a lot about inspiring our children to become innovators. And I think that that is just such a, a powerful conversation to have, even if we did it on the Daily Dose and not Fringe. So I hope you guys definitely enjoyed that last night. But tonight we are going to go through the news. We are going to talk about some things, a little bit of research that I did that kept me up last night uh, before I abruptly fell asleep. But we're going to talk about that and, and kind of what people are saying right now. And I want to kind of point out their fallacies of, of not their fallacies, but just how they're wrong on that point. Um, but I'm going to start with uh, the doomsday clock. Look at this. The end is near. Doomsday clock press conference live. 90 seconds to midnight remains a global alarm as Bill Nye explains the meeting. I don't give a shit about Bill Nye, but the end is near. And so we are 90 seconds to midnight. And I bet you by the end of the year, that because that is a big fear factor, that that'll probably be 30 seconds to midnight or 15 seconds to midnight um, with the doomsday clock there. And the closer it gets to midnight, the closer we are to absolute destruction. Now, there's been a lot of things going on with Donald Trump. Um, I want to focus on the symbolic things. I want to focus on what Donald Trump does and how I believe he communicates with us specifically. Now, there's been a lot of talk out there with whether it's General Flynn or other people. I see it all over X all the time that QAnon was nothing more than a PSYOP. Well, the QAnon part might have been a PSYOP, but Q and Anons are definitely not a PSYOP. Now, was the Q thing, the Q movement, whoever ran it, whether it was two, two hillbillies in their mother's basement or whether it was a military operation or whether it was Scavino and Trump and Flint, doesn't matter. It was ran like a psychological warfare operation. I will admit that wholly. But see, when you take something like that, and you look at the end result, where we are right now, I think that this is one of the most important things that General Flynn and many of these other people who criticize it fail to look at. 
okay, is like today, there's a whole bunch of posts out there about how it's nothing more than the, uh, the, the truth movement that came about through the Bolshevik revolution that was a PSYOP utilized against the Russians, right? Okay, so what if it was? What's the end result? The end result in Russia during that time frame in the 1920s was people conforming to socialism and Marxism, okay? People turning in their neighbors. If we look at the end result of Q, of what the Post did, uh, of what the boards did, of what the investigation did, of how it, it produced this massive influx of content creators, of people going out there and giving you their interpretation of the news, of us actually taking back the media, of us taking back the news, it did not have a negative effect whatsoever. Now, is there propaganda and bullshit mixed in with all that stuff? Absolutely. And we've called that out here many times before. Because we can, you, me, everybody, we can look and see through the lies, right? We need a substantiation of evidence. Now, if we look at the substantiation of evidence of the Q movement, the Anons, from 2000, October 28, 2017, the present day, th this has produced basically all of the truth movement. All the truth movement is hindered around that whole Q movement. Taking back the news, information, and media, that was Q. So it had a very, very positive effect, in my opinion. And that the reason why many of us do this today, the reason why many people are in this audience right now, is because, specifically, the Q movement. So if it was a PSYOP, okay, if it was a PSYOP, a negative PSYOP by, by the deep state, by CIA, by the globalist, or by China, or by Russia, it had a inverse effect of what they were trying to do. Okay. It had the opposite effect of what they were trying to do. And they failed because what it did is it woke the mo most of us up. It lit a fire under many of our asses. Okay. It has become this movement as we see it today, integrated with, with the truth and with MAGA and, and with the conservative movement and the Christian movement. It, it's integrated directly into that. So to say that that thing is a PSYOP, yeah, I agree that it was orchestrated in the sense of a PSYOP. It did exactly what a PSYOP would do. But the result, <clears throat> if this was a negative PSYOP that was meant to make us sit back and do nothing and, and, and sit on our hands while our country fall apart, it definitely didn't do that because it woke every single one of us up. It got us out there looking, researching, going out and taking to Twitter, speaking our minds, Facebook, speaking our minds, going out there and podcasting and, and, and speaking the truth as we know it. So in my opinion, those people who want to go out there and say that it's a Bolshevik style, you know, psyop that it did absolutely nothing, that it caused this whole scenario that we're seeing right, um, not this whole scenario we're seeing right now, but this whole scenario of where Americans are sitting on their hands and doing nothing, you're full of shit. These people don't understand the the scope and intensity of the Q movement. They weren't there, you know, breaking down post by post by post, looking at the ongoing unfolding narrative of what was going on, looking in the past, doing the research, and then watching into the future as these things began to unravel and watching the synchronicities and what would be appeared to be coincidences, which are nothing more than synchronicities, right? So when I see something, I pointed out, and I'm going to bring this one up to you because this one is pretty cool. So Donald Trump today posted, I get much better poll numbers against Biden than Nikki Haley, not even close. Now, he spelled the word poll wrong. Now, when Donald Trump has a misspelling, remember, misspellings matter. Okay, so what did he misspell here? He misspelled the word poll. P-O-L-E versus P-O-L-L. -L. So he removed, he killed an L, right? This is the Q lingo. He killed the L. He removed the L and put an E. So this means that he used kill brackets over an L. So when we go to the Q boards, yep. I think that it's, yeah. So when we go to the Q boards, oh, that's my that's my Twitter. Hold on, I'll pull this up. It got away from me, man. So when we go to the Q boards and we look at kill bracket L, because he killed the L, what do we get? Let the unsealing begin. Let the D-class begin. Let the world witness the truth, which is the title of the show tonight. Let the world witness the truth. We the people, justice under the law. Those who know, 
No. Now, let me break this down for you if you're not a, that type of person. A few weeks ago, Donald Trump put out a truth on Truth Social. And it said, let it all out. We're going to let it all out or something to that frame. We're going to let it all out. Okay. Oh, no. It, it comes a time where you have to put it all out. You have to put it all out. The timestamp of that, of the post, Eastern Standard Time timestamp of that, correlated directly with a Q post that says, we have the servers, speaking of Hillary Clinton's private servers, hinting towards the Burisma servers. I mean, that's not a coincidence that that happens. It'd only be a coincidence that that's the only thing that's ever happened. But cons considering that these timestamps and the posts match up consecutively, boom, 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 boom. Like this one right here, killed, he spells the L wrong, boom, you can go right in the boards, you can find it, it's right there. It's telling you that there is a proxy board of communication. This is one of the things that I've talked about with the Q boards, that the Q boards are a proxy method of communication. What happens is you go out there, you produce 4,000 various different posts that have all various different types of meanings. They relate to various different types of content, various different narratives that are unfolding. And then you can utilize various different misspellings. You can utilize, you know, various different words. You can use um, synchronicity. You can use timestamps. You can use post reference numbers. You can use all these various different correlations within your social media posts in the sense of the context to match the actual post to tell you a message of potentially what's going to happen right now. And we know Donald Trump that this is happening. Now, is Donald Trump collaborating with Elon Musk? I don't think so. But I think Elon Musk is definitely um, one of those Anons that loves the Q stuff. And if you remember last week, Elon Musk posted a attacks will intensify at 6.51 p.m. Do you believe in coincidences? Expect more. And attacks will intensify is directly from the cue boards. So this right here, we stand, we fight together, organize riots being planned, countermeasures in place, resistance for smaller than portrayed by mainstream media, attacks will intensify. You are collectively a massive threat. Censorship applied to scale down, impact reach. It's failing. Trust yourself. Public awakening. Is that not where we're at right now? Are we not moving towards that precipice moment? that moment where people are awakening on all sides of the aisle. We have people getting sick and dying from COVID vaccinations. We have the talk of disease X, the World Economic Forum, the globalists, the WHO coming out against people, talking about restrictions. We have people who are independents, moderates, Democrats, and liberals all saying, that's not going to happen again. We're not doing that shit. Well, the vaccine, yeah, it didn't do anything except for kill a lot of people, give people strokes and heart problems. I think people are beginning to wake up at that mass level. And with Donald Trump winning Iowa and now New Hampshire back to back, dude, people are awake. People are coming to that, that Donald Trump is unstoppable in 2024 right now. Unstoppable, right? He, he's unstoppable. So what does that mean? We talked about this before. Do you remember the New York City indictment of Donald Trump? right? It happened on the anniversary of the attempted assassination attempt of Ronald Reagan. The arraignment for that indictment happened the following week on the 55th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Jack Smith's first indictment came in August on the anniversary of the assassination of Henry III. Then, just the other day, and I've seen Laura Loomer and, and many other people break this down um, incredibly. I don't think we need to break it down. All I think we have to do is look at it. This is from Alex Soros. And you have the bullet through the window, and then you have the money that is calculated. 30, 35, 45, 46, 47. 47 would be Donald Trump if he becomes president is number 47. And then the gunshot. Another sign and symbol that they're pointing at him. And I know Laura Luma broke this down really well, by the way, um, with the symbology, silver certificates, the the how, how the dollars are actually shaped and formed and, and the words on them, all this stuff. Um, 
listen, at the end of the day, we've been saying this since November of 2020. They can never give up power again. They will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. Okay. We, we know this. You heard it directly from the World Economic Forum this week, right? Directly from the World Economic Forum this week. What did they say? I'm going to Kim.com's post because he posted something the other day that actually just summarized this better than I could. Let me find it. It, it, it's, it should be right here. There it is. The World Economic Forum has just committed suicide and unintentionally handed Donald J. Trump the victory in the upcoming U.S. election by telling the American voters that he would destroy their globalist agenda. This, this was repeated over and over and over again at the World Economic Forum Davos meeting. That Donald Trump is a threat to the globalist agenda, to the new world order. We'll hand it to him on a silver platter. What they're doing is, remember what happens when your back's against the wall? When your back's against the wall, you're gonna scrout, you're gonna scream Bloody Mary, man. You're gonna you're gonna go out there and you're gonna scream and yell and you're gonna say, This isn't right, they're killing me, they're destroying my narrative, right? And then you're gonna start to do rash things. That's when false flags start coming about. That's when all this other types of stuff start coming about, world events. Global war, global economic collapse. We have to understand the weapons that these people have in their arsenal. Okay. Yes, th their system, the DE, the diversity, equity, inclusion, the ESG system, environmental, social governance system, it might be collapsing. People are rejecting it all over the place and it might be collapsing. But guess what, guys? They will just rename it, rewrap it up, and put it back out there a different way to make it stick. Okay, this is why you have inclusive capitalism coming from Lynn Forrester to Rothschild. This is to replace ESG and DAI through a different flavor. This is what they do. Okay, but we are winning that battle, but we have to be persistent on that battle. Now, with what we know they're going to do, social and cultural destabilization, political destabilization. We have all three of those things happening right now in the United States of America. A color revolution is formulating. Things are happening on the border that we will talk about here in a little bit, okay? We see it, we've been seeing it, we've been watching it and reporting on it for years, since 2020 election, okay? So we know that that's in their arsenal. We know that bioweapons are in their arsenal. We know that weather manipulation is in their arsenal. Look what's going on right now throughout the world. Yeah, we have, you know, freezing temperatures in Florida and in, in, in Texas. We have flooding in San Diego. You remember last year when San Francisco flooded for like 104 days? Okay. Weather manipulation. Why? Because when you disrupt the weather patterns, Mother Nature has to recompensate for that disruption that was man-made. And that compensation is 10 times more violent than the manipulation they did on that back end. So we will see some very horrific weather coming into the springtime, into the summertime. Okay, so there's that. Then what do we have? We have the natural cycles that are playing out, the natural solar cycles and cosmic cycles. Um, they know more about that stuff than we do whether it's asteroid impacts, whether it's massive solar flares, but that's something to keep on the burner and be prepared for. But then we have global economic collapse. We have World War III. We have supply chain interruptions. We have the collapse of U.S. infrastructure through cyber attacks, and China just had a massive one. Now, a few of the things that we've said was going to happen, I actually had a conversation with Game Tech uh, about this months ago, months ago before anybody was saying it. And what did we say specifically? We said that Joe Biden would drop out of the presidential race between March, April, or May of 2023. Listen to Donald Trump, or 2024. Listen to Donald Trump. Do you think Biden will drop out? Personally, mm -hmm. I think so. Okay. I think so. Donald Trump thinks that Joe Biden's going to drop out of the race. Hmm. Donald Trump has been consistently right over and over and over and over again, people.
This guy has not really said too much bullshit. And so what does that mean? That means that Joe Biden is most likely going to step down and be removed from his office. Whether it's health concerns, whether it's what happens with the Republican Congress, I don't know because I don't believe that they're working for the American people. It will most likely be health related. Maybe he has a stroke, maybe he has a heart attack, has something that happens to him. Maybe the whole Secretary Austin thing where he had that health scare was just a prepping of the people for Joe Biden on his way out in March and April timeframe. Uh, we could maybe see the next president die in office. I mean, you know, to fit the Democrat narrative, Joe Biden passing away would be probably one of the best things that happens to the Democrats. Number one, it stops all the investigations in the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and the pay for play schemes that they were doing by the Republicans. Number two is it cleans the slate and allows Kamala Harris to come in for the end of the term and then to formulate a whole new candidate for the DNC primaries and for the 2024 election bringing over anybody they want from Michelle Obama to Gavin Newsom to Nikki Haley. And yes, it's most likely going to be Nikki Haley. At least that's what we're hearing. And it, you, the ticket you could see is Nikki Haley, Michael Obama, sorry, Michelle Obama. That's the ticket that you possibly could see for 2024 for the Democrats. But Joe Biden's got to get out of the way first. And so they could do that move. I think that it's a very big possibility. Another threat that we don't have, we have really, it's in the social and cultural destabilization aspect, is the border. Now, people probably saw this video the other day. I posted my version of this. This was a, a guy at the border who was videotaped. So I was talking to Alpha Warrior last night about this. And Alpha Warrior actually knows the guy who shot this video. They have high def um, images of this guy. And we're trying to figure out who he is. Uh, so I got into this last night trying to figure out who this guy is. Now, I know people are coming out there and saying that it's this other um, Mobzum dude. I'm going to show you why it's not him. But first, take an indication of who I believe it is. Now, I don't have a lot of evidence to substantiate this. I am speculating. But from what I've seen with the voice or what I've heard with the voice and what I've seen with my eyes and the sense of lookalikes, this is who I believe this guy is. Check this out. All right, guys, I came across this video and I wanted to bring it up to everybody's attention because immediately when I saw this guy, I knew exactly who this was. Check this out. He's smart away. If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're gonna know who I am. You're gonna know who I am. Very wow. Very easy. The, the entitlement. The entitlement. No, believe me. I'm much better than that. Okay, from this guy's ego, you can tell that he most likely thinks that you should know who he is. Okay, now I'm gonna stop that right there. I'm gonna go back to this original post. Now, people are claiming that it's this guy right here. Mavzum Samadov. Okay. Now I speculated that it potentially could be Mazdam Sanadov. The problem with this is the picture of Mazdam right here is 12 years old. Okay. And Mazdam is not a terrorist. He was charged as a terrorist because he spoke out about religious freedoms against the president of Algeria. Okay. Now, how do I know that he's not, this is not Mazdam? Because he got out of jail in 2023, about a year ago. Okay, this image is from 12 years ago. This is what the guy looks like now. Okay, that's what the guy looks like now. We know this because he has his own YouTube page and is very verbal about religious freedoms and everything else under the sun. Okay, I did my research on this one. So I don't believe that that's Mazvam. People are posting images that are 12 years old. This guy looks nothing like the guy that we just saw on that video. With that being said, let's go back to the video. All right, guys. Now, it looks like the, it, now granted, that looks like Mazdam 12 years ago, but it's not Mazdam now. So who potentially is this guy? Let's listen to the rest of the video. Hold on. I'm going to have to refresh that screen. 
like the old days, guys. Guys, I came across this video, and I wanted the most likely contacts on the ground who took this video and took still photos. And so they're going to get those over to me, and we're going to try to verify. But in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with this of who this potentially could be. If you remember back in 2011, there was a drone strike in Yemen. The U.S. government, ordered by President Barack Obama, Obama killed two terrorists in Yemen. One of them being Anwar al-Awlaki. Anwar was born and educated in the United States of America. He became an Ayman, moved to the Middle East in Yemen. He's traveled through the Soviet Union as well as Afghanistan. He has associations with the Mujahideen, the Taliban, Al-Qaeda. He has a vengeance out for the United States of America. His son and his daughter were both killed by U.S. raids and drone strikes. He was directly responsible for the Fort Hood shooter as well as the Christmas Day underwear bomber and many other different types of terrorist types of events in the United States of America. The United States said that he died in 2011 in a drone strike in Yemen. I believe that is false. That he is the man who crossed over the border. Clean. Now, look at that guy, okay? Look at that guy. Look at that guy. And by the way, Mozvov doesn't really wear glasses. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Guys, that's Alawaki. That's Anwar. In my opinion, the guy didn't die in a drone strike and he just crossed over the U.S. border. Yeah. Oh, dear God. And, and by the way, someone posted on my Twitter... And I appreciate this 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 post, this comment they said. They said, you just did more in one day than the CIA and FBI have done in 50 years. <laughs> I agree. It wasn't very difficult to do. Once I saw that dude, I'm like, I know who that guy is. I'm like, I've seen that face before. I've heard that voice before. And you go and look, and there it is. Anwar Alawaki. Now, is that him? I don't know. But I think that is good. And here's the thing. The Muslim dude, Mav, some dude, he's 12 years older. And we have images of him now. It's not him. Even though it looks like him 12 years ago. But who does it look like? It looks like Anwar. <coughs> so we have a border crisis. We know terrorists are coming over the border. Hezbollah Unit 912. We have various different terrorist groups coming over. We have people like that coming over who are saying, you'll know who I am, daddy, soon. Well, guess what? I got plenty of ammunition. Bring it, motherfucker. I've been calling for a group, a coalition. Let's go down to the border. 220,000 people. Let's arm up. Let's go. I just saw this. Someone tagged me in this. In opposition to the border disaster under the Biden administration, a coalition of Americans from all throughout the country announced the organizing of a major southern border convoy in multi-city rally next month. Active and retired law enforcement and military veterans, elected officials, business owners, ranchers, truckers, bikers, media, and law-abiding, free-loving Americans are invited to participate in the three rallies across the three states as part of the Take Back Our Border Convoy. The rallies will be held at Eagle Pass, Texas, Yuma, Arizona, and San Ysidro, California. If you want to find out more to this, you can go to Take ourborderback.com. I've reached out to them. I'm looking to collaborate. I want to get down there on the border in Texas to go to Eagle Pass. Um, and I'm going to try to get out there. So if I do go out there, um, if I do go out there, there'll be no shows during that time, but I'll try to get as much content as possible. It's on February 3rd. I'm going to try to make it out there. I'm contacting some people right now. But this is what we need to do. This is the, the the community action that needs to happen in this country, in this world, if we want to do it. Think about what the German farmers are doing in Germany. Germany is 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 fractured because of what's happening with their farmers, the people that produce the food. It's also Germany that's going out there and saying, I think there's going to be a world war with Russia. And uh, we magically leaked that. And now we're doing a 90,000 person exercise through NATO in Europe, prepping the scene. Why? Because they know that the globalist, Western globalist agenda is failing. 
It's failing because people are waking up more and more every day. So they have to produce chaos because the, if they produce the chaos, they can control the chaos. If they control the chaos, then their systems are the ones that will rule and dominate when all is said and done. This is why they're doing what they're doing. Now, I'm going to touch on some other news. I got, I got some more news we're going to go through. But really important, stay vigilant, be alert, have your supplies prepped, uh, we just did um, a a three by three prep on our town halls. We just finished up part three this last weekend. Um, sorry, I'll post that. It should be actually posted here soon. And uh, I, I urge everybody to check it out. That'll also be put into a Substack. So yes, it is under subscription. Uh, I'm sorry, we got to keep the lights on, but it's it'll be under our Substack for s- subscribers on Substack, paid subscribers on Substack, as well as the social red pill. And so we'll be posting that here in the next week or so on Substack, getting that out to everybody. But it's a three by three. So three day, three day, three week, three month, three year prepping. And that's done by Jason Garcia, Tammy Garcia's husband. Um, and it's phenomenal, the information that he puts out there. Republicans recovered more than 100 encrypted files that the Democrat-led House January 6th Select Committee deleted days before the, the, the GOP took over from the House majority. What I'm hoping to see from this is that these deleted encrypted files show that the people that were brought in and indicted through the January 6th commission were actually innocent, that there's probably collaborations behind the scenes um, emails that were sent that were all deleted saying that, you know, we don't have anything to charge these people on. Charge them anyway. We got to take out Trump. It's going to be shit like that. You're going to hear about it and it's going to come to the surface. So this is an information war. Let the world witness the truth. Drip, drip, flood. It's all coming out. I do believe that Donald Trump is going to make some moves and put information out there. It's going to be a slow drip moving into the election where we have the flood. But also you have to understand their perspective. They have to slow drip that information because if they start doing a massive flood, that's when the chaos begins to ensue. That's when world war breaks out. That's when they cancel the election. That's when martial law happens. That's when disease X comes to the surface because they're holding that ammunition and waiting for Trump and everybody to make moves. But also on the side of the Patriots, Trump and all that stuff, I I think they're looking at this as, do we really need to go that far? Do we need to put it all out there now? Or do we bring that to the table once we have power? The reason I say that is because they have enough momentum of everything that's been made public to this point to where they don't need to really put too much more out there. They don't need to release massive amounts of information, Hillary Clinton emails or the Burisma server. With everything that's been released so far and everything that's happening in this country, they have all the motivation that they need to move into the 2024 and win the 2024 election. I mean, right now, everybody knows in this country, Democrat or Republican, knows that Donald Trump is going to win the 2024 election. And a lot of Democrats, at least in the mainstream, are coming forth and saying that Donald Trump is going to win and he's got my vote, even though I'm a Democrat, because he's the only one who can fix this mess that the Democrats have actually created. So like right now, The deep state, the globalists, only have a few options. Number one, no election. Number two, try to cheat and get away with it. That's not going to happen. Number three, martial law, global war, global economic collapse, make it so bad that the election doesn't happen or that people aren't paying attention during that time and they can try to steal it. But here's the thing is none of those scenarios going to work because the moment that those scenarios come about, you, me, everybody else take to our states. Our states basically flex the 10th Amendment in a certain sense, kind of what's happening in Texas right now, and it's all over for the federal bureaucracy. So this is why they're going to press the border. The border is the biggest part right now is a wide open um, sieve that is going on in our country. And they are flooding into our major cities. And I've said that social destabilization is coming. This is why the illegal immigrants are coming to our, our, our states. This is why Republican governors are shipping them out to sanctuary cities. Newly arrived migrants um, are thought to be behind the sharp increasing crime rate in Chicago. And look at right here. This is a police fighting with illegal immigrants and migrant holding facilities in Chicago, people. This is going to turn violent fast real soon with what's happening with these illegal immigrants. Now, are all of them bad? No, absolutely not. Some of them are good people. Some of them are just families that want 
a, a, a good chance at life. And you know what? I welcome those people with open arms, but go through the right channels for asylum. Go through the right migration pol uh, um, you know, policies, right? And, and come to America that way, because that's what everybody else has done before that forged the way. Um, I, I was talking about the uh, the other day, I had uh, two guys come and clean my ducks, uh, my, my vents in my house. And uh, I found them on Thumbtack. They came over. They were Ukrainian. We talked politics. We talked Putin. We talked Zelensky, right? One's 19 years old. The other one's got to be in his mid-20s. Uh, one didn't speak very much English. One spoke a lot of English. The one that didn't speak very much English, he had been in this country less than a year. He came over here legally, came here legally, hadn't been in this country less than a year. He started his own business, has employees, and is getting work and making a life for himself. That's how it's done, people. The guy works his ass off because he sees the opportunity and the potential. That's how it should be with all Americans. That's how we all should be. We should have that same vigor inside of us to go out there and do that. So with, with migrants and illegal immigration and everything like that, I don't agree with illegal immigration. I think that you need to go through the right channels because when you plan and prepare yourself to come into the United States of America, you know the opportunities, then you can actually make something of us. But the problem is, is the Democrats, the deep state, the globalists, United Nations, the 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 atrocities that are going on at the border right now, it's not people coming here for opportunity and a better life. It's here people coming here to destabilize this country, produce warfare and social destabilization. And you and I all know that. And we have to get ready and prepared for the consequences of those open borders. Another part of that is cyber warfare. Massive mother of all data breaches leaks 26 billion records. Over 26 billion records have personal uh, personal records have been reportedly leaked from major sites like X, Dropbox, and LinkedIn. Uh, Tencent's QQ, a leading Chinese messaging app, was impacted the most with 1.5 billion records leaked. Researchers, the data set is extremely dangerous as threat actors could leverage the aggregated data for a wide range of attacks. My thoughts on this. Ever since Elon Musk took over Twitter X, people have been communicating in DM and private messaging and having private spaces and everything like this that these people don't have access to. I believe it was nothing more than the intelligence agencies that had produced this leak, took this information and now aggregating that data and utilizing it for themselves against you and me and everybody else. I think that anytime that you see a massive data leak of 26 billion personal records from these massive platforms, it's nothing more than the intelligence community legally illegally gathering information without anybody knowing it. Donald Trump, who won the uh, New Hampshire primary today, uh, releases a statement following it, calling Nikki Haley delusional. Uh, Nikki Haley, if you didn't know, came forth and said that uh, it is far from over. Nikki, you just lost the two most important primaries, the first two primaries, of the primary season. It's over. Step away, endorse Donald Trump. And by the way, you know, I was talking about Vivek last week is, um, remember when we were talking about DeSantis like a few years ago or a year ago, and that I said that I believe that DeSantis was working for Donald Trump. If you go back to all my shows, I don't speak very much about DeSantis, about Trump attacking DeSantis. The reason is because I've always believed that DeSantis was working 100% with Donald Trump. DeSantis had a role to play. That role was go out there against Trump and be Trump's enemy for the conservatives to flock to, for the neocons and rhinos to flock to, bring in their money, bring in the influencers, bring in all those people that support the neocon agenda, the rhino agenda, to Ron DeSantis. Why? Trump is about loyalty. Loyalty. All the people that fled ship and went to DeSantis or Haley, they have no chance of ever being in Trump's inner circle. Trump's not going to take money from them. Maybe he'll take money from a few. But either way, they now have to do things Donald Trump's way. He proved his point. This is exactly what we said a year ago when DeSantis entered. And what happens? DeSantis steps away and Donald Trump says, oh, Ron, great campaign, buddy. Look forward to working with you. Same thing with Vivek. Look forward to working with you. So 
if you're Donald Trump and you're moving into the 2024 primary season, do you stack the deck for yourself? You have DeSantis working for you. You have Vivek working for you all against the other top contender, the deep state contender, Nikki Haley. I think it's safe to say that Vivek and DeSantis were working for Trump. Whether we like these people or not, they were working for Trump in one way, shape, or form or another. So this is interesting. I haven't confirmed that this was in Kwajalein, uh, that this was in the Marshall Islands. So someone says U.S. Naval Base Marshall Island, Islands, uh, Marshall Islands, 18th January 2024, reported to be from a shockwave. And this was a floodwaters that burst through the doors um, on this small island in this area. Now, here's the thing. I've been to Kwajalein Atoll, which is a U.S. Air Force and Naval facility. It is where the space fence is located. It is where our space monitoring systems are located. I've talked about this on Fringe. I've talked about this on the this show before. If you remember a few weeks ago, NOTAM's message came across talking about hazardous radiation in that area and for flight paths to be moved away. Now, all of a sudden, we see a mini shockwave that comes through and hits this facility on that base. Now, here's the thing. In Kwajalein Atoll, which is where the base is, there is only one bar and one pub. Now, like I said, I haven't confirmed that this is Kwajalein, but I'm about 85% sure that that's Kwajalein. The reason is, is because I've been to the bar on Kwajalein. The bar looks very similar to exactly this right there. You go through this door right here. There's pool tables and a bar right over there. There's a bar right here. You can walk in the front. The front doors are right over here. You walk in. They got all signage and stuff like that commemorating people. I'm pretty sure that this is Kwajalein Atoll. So what caused a massive shockwave in that area? My theory is the reason why they shut down Kwajalein Atoll area, the Marshall Islands area, with the NOTAMs warning that the NOTAMs, NOTAMs warning that came about talking about radiation and why these people experience a quake is because the U S is doing nuclear testing in that area. That's, that's my theory. And I think that that's probably pretty accurate. It's probably new conventional nukes, not these old things. And so there's probably underwater testing done or there's something else going on, maybe submarine warfare. I don't want to speculate on things I don't know about, but my indication would be that what's happening right there specifically is um, a nuclear testing. Check something out real quick. Okay. Move on to the next thing. We just talked about the mother load. We talked about that. Talked about that. Supreme Court uh, on a five to four vote allows federal agents to cut razor wire. Um, Texas installed in the U.S.-Mexico border. If you remember this, Texas stepped in, kicked Customs and Border Patrol out of Eagle Pass um, basically used eminent domain laws to take all that land back, kick the federal government out and put up barbed wire fence within a matter of days. Uh, in a matter of days, Texas shut down the border. I mean, come on, people. In a matter of days, Texas shut down the border crossing at that whole area. Something that the Customs and Border Patrol could not do. So the federal government takes it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court allows a five to four decision with Justice Roberts being the tying vote, siding with the liberals, allows federal agents to cut the razor wire installed in Texas. Um, the Texas National Guard has responded to this and uh, says the Supreme Court order by installing more razor wire. The Texas National Guard is not screwing around. Uh, Governor Abbott came about today or yesterday and commented on this saying that we will do everything in our power to protect the land, the property, and the businesses, and the people of the great state of Texas, which means that you are about to see a massive 10th Amendment battle with the federal government and Texas. Now, if you go back to all the different shows that we've talked about before, Civil War, everything, this is exactly what we said. Something like this would happen, that it would happen about the border. The 10th Amendment would come into play. The talk of Texas secession. Texas secession, people, is civil war. You have to understand that. If Texas says, hey, we're going to secede, bye guys, we're out of here, you have to understand Louisiana, Missouri, Wyoming, 
Montana, all these other states are going to follow suit. They're going to follow Texas out the door. That's going to lead to a civil war because the federal government is put into that predicament where they have to, and they're going to try to challenge the 10th Amendment. This is going to go back to the Supreme Court challenging the 10th Amendment in multiple different scenarios. But over the next year, that this could lead potentially to a cold civil war, which we're already in. Um, and it's interesting that that movie Civil War comes out in March, that Peripheral and the movie Civil War talking about it all starting in Texas. Yep, it's starting in Texas. And I think that Governor Abbott might have grown some balls and is actually standing up against them. Maybe, maybe not. I hope he doesn't stand down. If he does stand down, he's never going to freaking win a re-election. He's never, you know, the rhinos are going to lose Texas massively. Um. How do you know that we're winning, right? This is a war. This is a battle. How do you know that we're winning? Well, we have mass layoffs are rocking the LA Times. Over 100 staff cuts affecting a quarter of the News Guild due to heavy losses. BlackRock is laying people off. Okay, guys? BlackRock is laying people off. Massive layoffs from a lot of these big tech giants, a lot of these big financial giants. The top 10 banks have laid off thousands upon thousands of people over the last few months. That should be a clear indication that something is happening and that what we are doing specifically with our methodology, voting with our dollars, where we spend our dollars, people are no longer conforming to the norm. We're going out there, we're creating homesteads, we're growing our own food, we're finding local, you know, local meats and foods to purchase through CSAs or directly from the butcher, right? We're, we're moving ourselves out of their system. And it's affecting them. The other side of it, Canadian federal court deems Prime Minister Trudeau's usage of the Emergencies Act against freedom truckers in 2022 was unreasonable and unconstitutional, opening up the gateway for massive civil lawsuits against the Canadian government and Justin Trudeau specifically by anybody who was affected financially or within their civil liberties. So that's a massive win. Going into Arizona, Arizona Democrat Secretary of State says voter registration glitch is switching Republican registrations to an independent prior to closed primary election. Oh, a glitch. <clears throat> what kind of glitch does that? It's called the cheating glitch. And they're, they're trying to figure out how to cheat in 2024's primary election, the general election. So they're working on things. And what people need to do is they need to remove your fucking government in Arizona. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet in Arizona because you got a lot of constitutional loving patriots out there. It's, it's getting to that point in time where you guys are going to have to stand up against your government because this glitch, how many people were affected that aren't even coming forth? That's the real question. Uh, Mexico says U.S. Army weapons are being smuggled across the border. Oh my God, like where have you not heard this before? Where have you heard this before? You haven't heard it on the mainstream media, but you've heard it here hundreds of times. Mexico said uh, Monday that the U.S. weapons had been detected entering the Latin American nation, which blames firearms trafficking from the northern neighbor for fueling drug cartel-related violence. I mean, Eric Holder, Fast and Furious, you had the Las Vegas shooter situation, you had the George Floyd incident. All of this dealing with the federal government giving military-grade weapons to the cartels and then reselling them to various terrorist sleeper cells in the United States and distributing them for violence within third-world countries. It's happening. Uh, Kevin Roberts has absolutely destroyed the World Economic Forum narrative. This is fantastic, you guys. Got a this is the heritage president who attended the World Economic Forum meeting. Um, listen to this. Check this out. It's laughable that you would, or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally, Standing up for it. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And, and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier. But there, the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos, is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that's your part of the problem. 
political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we, we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, ba based on climate change are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. The number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only do we at, at Davos not say that, we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform. Count on President Trump ending that nonsense. And fifth, as we sit here, another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in Northern Europe. The new president, especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. And it's connected to Senator Portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive, we look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet, who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. Boom. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders. It's laughable. Spot on. Not here to lead sheep, but to awaken lions. Absolutely 100% agree with that. That was absolutely fantastically said there. Um, guys, hey, listen, there's tons of ways to support us here at the Red Pill Project. Um, that's kind of all we have for you tonight, but I wanted to throw a few things out there. Number one is if you guys want your immune modulating, strengthening mushroom supplement, you can go to redpills.tv slash mushroom, redpills.tv slash mushroom. We should have Kurt and Kristen coming on with us here in the next uh, week or so. Uh, but I wanted to put this out there. They also have the mush puppies for your pets. You can find that at redpills.tv slash pets. They have tons of other products there as well, as well as mushroom coffee which is phenomenal. Mush Poppies plus dog biscuits with Coriolis versicolor mushroom. Um, still getting raving reviews from these two products, redpills.tv slash mushroom. And then we have redpills.tv slash pets. Um, like I said, we're getting rave reviews about all these people are telling me that they're helping their pets. They're helping their families. It's helping them. People are getting sick, taking them the next day. Pff, it's kicked out of them. So check them out. Another way to support us, redpills.tv. Go on over there, subscribe. You can check out how to support us at the top. It says support. Um, or you can go down, check out our affiliates that we have there. Find out the support. There's Cash App, uh, Give, Send, Go, those types of things. Or you can go on over to socialredpill.com. Um, we're revamping it in the process of still revamping it, doing some purging, a few other things. Uh, but next week will be a really good week for the Social Red Pill if you guys want to check it out. Go on over there, get a subscription, help support what we do here. Um, I appreciate all of you guys. I, I know if you're on the social red pill, you kind of know, excuse me, a little bit of what's going on. I kind of put some information out earlier today, but I appreciate all the kind comments and remarks and um, appreciate all of you guys out there. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Trend.
and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.